1: Today on the TMZ podcast. Welcome to the TMZ podcast. It's Jason and Jamie. I think one of the most bizarre things that I've seen in a long time happened over the weekend in San Francisco regarding involving uh, Dave Chappelle and Elon Musk. What happened? This here?
0: video made me physically uncomfortable. Yes. Um, so Dave was performing in San Francisco to a packed arena and at the end he brought up Elon Musk and this video is like 5 minutes long yeah. i was waiting after 20 seconds of like cringing and it just kept going so he brings Elon on stage and it's a mix of cheers and boos a lot of boos
1: i, I honestly don't know if i heard how many cheers i heard it we, we, there yeah there may have been some there was but, noise yes okay
0: so there was noise um and, and, and you know what I, he Dave Chappelle did the impossible because I actually felt bad for Elon Musk. So he's up there, and um, I think you could maybe assume Dave Chappelle had been overserved.
1: Yeah, um, he, was drink, he was drinking. He was right, drinking. It was the very end of his of his set. Yeah, and he, he I've seen Chappelle in concert before. He drinks out the whole thing.
0: So he brings it, he brings it, Elon on stage, and Elon doesn't really know what to say. He's just like, "Hey," ooh, and then people are just booing. And Dave Dave um, makes some jokes, and he says, "It sounds like some of the people you fired are in the arena." Um, but they weren't like fun jokes. The whole thing felt like weirdly mean-spirited and like turning on the crowd. And Elon's just like at one point is like, what do you want me to say? It, well, like, it's,
1: it, Chappelle's going to this place, and it happened in SNL as well, where he's he enjoys it, making the audience uncomfortable. I think that he does. And um, he enjoys, he's obviously a provocateur, um, one of the most brilliant people. Uh, entertainers in the world and he likes I think he enjoys his status as somebody who can basically say anything and get away with it I don't think he got away with this I don't think it's going to hurt him at all he's Dave Chappelle he's still hysterical but he, he was not only was Elon Musk being booed but then the audience turned on Chappelle yeah for sure and they were booing Heartily, Dave Chappelle for having for inviting Elon Musk on stage and then saying some really bizarre things. He said, "He he said uh, it sounds like uh, a lot of the people that you fired are here in the audience." He Mm -hmm. got some chuckles for that. He then said, um, he, "He starts with make some noise for the richest man in the world, lots of booze." And I thought that Chappelle was setting this up to sort of go in on mm-hmm. Elon Musk, but he never did. He said, all the people booing are clearly in the terrible seats, basically making it saying like you're all, not, not basically. What he was saying is you're all jealous mm-hmm. that Elon Musk is so much richer than you, and your hatred for him is purely based in jealousy. That's what I took from it.
0: Totally, and it... It felt at this point Dave Chappelle can do whatever he wants. He's yes. There's nothing that will make people turn on Dave Chappelle, but it's almost like he just doesn't care about his fans. Like he doesn't. He was there and he was like, "You peons can sit here because I feel like doing this." And like, what a yucky note to end a show on. Like it, you, it did people, end the show, yeah. And people, people pay a lot of money. They get babysitters. They get rides there. They, they, you know, they go and they have an evening and they're yeah. excited. And like, what a downer to then be like, "All right, let's go
1: home, honey." I, th- I think you're right, Dave Chappelle doesn't really care about his audience and I, I don't think he would argue with that no, I think his no. his whole point is I, I, I've i reached a point in my career where I no longer have to play to crowds anymore I'm gonna get up here and I'm obviously funny and people are gonna laugh people are gonna continue to pay hundreds of dollars to come see me and that's the way it goes and he, he, he comes out the most well one of the crazier things he said was he's like He's using the N word throughout this entire yeah. thing, but but he says you you guys can uh, boo, boo all you want, but I'm gonna have him up here because he bought me a jetpack for Christmas. Yeah. So he's basically, and he's not joking. He is being serious, yeah. and he is he is a uh, 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 sort of you know going at the audience and saying this is my friend. It's my show. I don't care that you're booing. You're just jealous haters. And he bought me a jetpack for Christmas, so I like him. But it was odd that that he
0: did say all that. That was over the course of four uncomfortable minutes. Yeah. But there was no moment that he brought him up and he was like, hey, the controversial figure. But this guy's brilliant. He's there was it was just weird. It was like bringing up a prop on stage and yeah. like p- I can't believe I'm saying it. Poor Elon was just like, "What are we doing?"
1: Elon Musk had a microphone also, and he had it against his mouth, like waiting for a t- chance to jump in. And I don't think he's clever in that way. No, he's obviously brilliant. Well, <laughs> but he's he's, not he's also brilliant
0: behind a computer to yeah. be a professional troll.
1: But he had he had it he had this mic to his mouth, looking for something witty to say. But he was embarrassed that he was being booed. Yeah. And I think embarrassed by Chappelle being so unapologetic. I think he expected it to be a little back and forth where Chappelle and would it, ask him questions. Uh-uh. And there wasn't. Chappelle was just doing this weird, serious stand-up.
0: That's just what he does now, though. Yeah. And it's like there were no jokes. There were no – no it jokes. was – it was and just and Chappelle often
1: does things with no jokes, and his delivery is so funny that you laugh at the delivery. Yeah, like even the SNL thing; it was so weird, and his kind of apologies for for Kanye and the whole thing. But he his delivery is so funny; you can't help but laugh along. Here, I think because he was drunk, there yeah. was no delivery, there was no humor in the delivery at all. No. He was just honestly saying, "Like you guys are too poor to understand the brilliance of this." And he start he the second to last thing he said is and i'm gonna have to paraphrase i didn't write it down he says uh, um instead of booing go out and work yeah and make it on your own because again this goes tying things together he was saying the reason you're booing is because you're jealous so instead of booing go out and work and maybe there's some no that's so kim
0: kardashian that nobody wants to fucking work anymore get up and work (laughs) and you're like uh okay like what uh, yeah. n- uh, beyond it, bizarre, uh, people are still going to buy the tickets. They're still going to go, but yeah, Dave Chappelle did the imp- impossible. I feel I felt bad for Elon yeah. Musk he,
1: and, and Chappelle's last thing, and it's so it, it reminds me at the end of a. Long night of drinking. He was slurring, and mm. I have a terrible problem with slurring. Oh, same. Oh, gee, And then really?
0: I well, the problem is I overcorrect, so then I sound like this yeah, wonderful yeah. <laughs> linguist. That I'm like, hello there, people. Uh, the
1: first thing that goes is my tongue. Uh-huh. It's the worst thing. Uh-huh. I, I, I can't handle. Well, it.
0: Andy has his cloud of smoke. That yeah. I could. I was like, I know that's bothering Elon. Right, that right. dork oh, is sure. not around smokers. For
1: sure. But he says uh, he goes. I wish everyone peace, joy. And feelings and freedom that's yes. what chapelle ends with which is so funny merry such a, christmas such a drunk thing to yes. say like i love you guys i love you guys <laughs> i love you guys but look well, there's no fallout for this elon musk is going to go on being the richest man although he's almost not the richest man in the world who's who's uh, behind the, the number two is the owner of the louis Vu- lv they own like seven different clothing bands the, the flagship is is louis vuitton the owner of that he's a european uh french guy and um, he's within a few tens of billions of dollars of Elon Musk. Huh. So within a few percentage points of Elon Musk. In, and then Bezos is third or fourth now.
0: Uh, see, bring bring Bezos on stage. I feel like that would
1: be a- uncomfortable. That guy's an awkward dork, too. I think he's less awkward than Elon Than Elon? I don't know.
0: See, but I think that he's probably more self-aware. Elon doesn't care.
1: To me, uh, Bezos is less hateable than Elon Musk. Oh, well,
0: for sure. He's yeah, not an okay. evil villain. He right. just has a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, right. He's just right. living his life with his hot girlfriend.
1: Right.
2: All right, we wanted to tr- go over to Brittany Griner
1: for a second. You know, it's there's nothing putting aside the did we get enough for mm-hmm. the Merchant of Death questions, which have been you know debated ad nauseum. Seeing her at home, getting her life. Back is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy. I didn't even realize she's only thirty-two. Yeah, I don't know what how old I thought she was, but sometimes just athletes are timeless. Yeah, Um, yeah, she's back. She's uh, apparently she had her first workout in. um, She's still in San Antonio. Um, She got her hair touched up by the Spurs barber
1: because she had done her going gulag cut, where she cut her famous braids off using whatever in the middle of a gulag out there. So she brings it. She goes to a barber and actually gets a, a decent cut.
0: Yeah, so that's sweet, and I guess she's having a good time going. To lots of different barbecue places. She's been enjoying Cheetos and Reese's are yeah. her go-to um, snacks. But um yeah, uh, and her wife uh Sherelle put out a big Instagram post thanking everybody from Greg Stanton to Robin Roberts, Jesse Jackson, Gail King, Reverend Al Sharpton. Um it's just sweet that this could all happen before Christmas. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah! It, it's an incredible story. Uh, again, putting aside whether we got enough in the trade, uh, it's yeah. You it's can great still be happy.
0: For, somebody got their life. You can still be happy and, for her. And we need to to separate that. I, yeah,
1: I think the uh, there there was a, it was an interesting exchange. So the video comes out of the actual exchange. What what do you do? You have it up the uh, gentleman, the man's name, the Merchant of Death's name. Uh, oh Victor Bout, Victor Bout, ba- ba- with a K. Right. Victor Bout. So Victor Bout, he, there's a video of the actual trade at the airport. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite what you expect from spy movies where they're walking across uh, a bridge yeah. with AKs pointed. It was it was a very cordial transfer, everybody shaking each other's hands. And it, it's funny, I don't know who released the video that we saw that that's out there. But Victor Bout gets off his plane. We see him walking towards the camera. Brittany Griner's walking away. She's a foot taller than everybody else, so it's really easy to see who's who. And um, he comes, Victor Bout does and comes, and he gives an embrace to somebody who was walking with Brittany Griner. Clearly, that's the Russian Mm -hmm. envoy who embraces Victor Bout. Then there's somebody else there with Brittany Griner who gives Victor Bout a a really sort of fulsome handshake. So clearly, he also knows him. Then... Brittany Griner takes a quarter step to shake his hand, mm. and he takes a quarter step to shake Brittany Griner's hand, and the camera cuts out and picks up again where she's being ushered to the car. And there's clearly three seconds missing from there. And it's, it's not ambiguous. You know exactly what happened, which is they shook hands. Yeah. And it came out that he said, best of luck to you. Um, and, but it's such an interesting thing. I assume it was the American government. I mean, may have been the Russian. It was released by the TASS news service, the Russian yeah. news service. But I don't know what if we saw was what they put up. But the handshake between them, you know how? Well, anyway, you could tell it's going to happen. The handshake was, and it was cut out. So. Whoever it was decided to get rid of the footage of them shaking hands. But we now know that they just wished each other luck and and went on.
0: What if they had, like, a secret handshake?
1: What if they did? What if she's an operative?
0: That's what I'm saying. They were like, knuckles, pound, bum, uh, explode it. And then they were like, take that
1: out. Homeland. I don't know if you ever watched Homeland Mm -hmm. uh, with Claire Danes and that. I know it, but. Uh, the whole thing is that he is taken prisoner uh, during the Gulf War and he's held for years and then he's freed in some hostage rescue mission. And it turns out that he had been corrupted and he was now a spy for the very people that oh had God. been. Uh, so, like
0: Stockholm so, Syndrome. Yes. Yeah, like...
1: so, so that could be, be Britney Grimes. So,
0: then too. do you think that they did that to like, almost, it almost seems like to protect Britney from. From our who, people, of, of everyone going crazy, of like, how dare you shake I don't know. the hand it, of. It would,
1: which would be totally unfair. She probably had no idea who this individual was. She didn't know that a transfer had been made, all that stuff. But who knows? It's hard to criticize somebody who, for, for wanting to get home after 10 months in a, in a Siberian, well, not Siberian, but Russian prison.
0: Um, my last thing I just want to talk about did you see the Christmas card from King Charles and Queen Consort Camille? I did. Camilla?
1: Um, Two people who are clearly friends.
0: Well, I just think that never has a photo more been chosen by the woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you get your friend's Christmas yeah. cards and your friend, like, the guy's eyes will be closed, but they, yeah. she looks great. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I just saw that and I was like, you know what? Even the most powerful man in England can... Uh, can have that happen to him. <laughs> I can't get Just, over it. It's no, like it's what a, is this It's a, a lovely picture of Camilla. She's she looking, looks straight great, to camera. and he's like barely in frame. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> happy Christmas.
1: Yeah, um, my the biggest news for for me of the day. Uh, I, I don't know if you all saw this, but United States scientists have apparently discovered through nuclear fission how to create boundless, limitless energy. So, putting atoms together, fusing atoms together, releases energy. Um, it has always taken, throughout, we've known that forever, but it's always taken more energy to get them to bind than you collect from the outpouring of energy once they're bound. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's always been a net negative energy. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, it has come out that United States scientists at, uh, I forget where it was, have now figured out, now have done it in a very short experiment, gotten more energy produced from fission than it co- than it took for energy to create the fission, which would and we're years away from being commercial use, but we are on the cusp so You would never of, have to charge something. You will have, you'll have to charge it, but you will have- These are not going to be in your car, but there will be laboratories, huge power plants that will have giant fission things, machines, that are creating fission that are creating boundless amounts of energy. So instead of having to burn fossil fuels to create the energy that comes through your outlet in your home or the outlet that powers your car, it will be done through nuclear fission. This is the- uh, the holy grail of energy, which has been 200 years in the making of trying to create a nuclear fission reactor that actually produced more energy than it took, and it's it's on the cover of a lot of the New York Times this morning and, and others, and it is the biggest thing that has happened probably since the detonation of the atomic bomb. It's a think, huge thing. Is Elon shaking in his boots? I think Elon loves it. This, this you don't think
0: he's not a, that he didn't have a part of it?
1: Well, I, the, he loves it. it I, I don't know about that, but he loves it because this the The big limiting limiting factor of electric cars is there's not enough power in the grid to power a hundred million electric mm-hmm. cars, which is what the futurists want. Now you have more you have li- little literally infinite power um, out there to which will once that happens the entire fuel coal power coal power oil power gas power all that goes away. We don't need any of that stuff anymore. You just have power plants that are through nuclear fission creating more energy than we can use. Um, limitless energy. It, it, it geopolitically, twenty-five years from now, when this is up and running, geopolitically, the Middle East becomes a non-essential factor for European for European and American diplomacy. Uh, Russia can't cut off wow. Western Western energy supplies. This is the biggest story uh, in in my lifetime. I think. So if what it, if it really happens?
0: You're saying is Charles and Camilla's photos not? on the cover of the New York Times today. Definitely not. Are you really missing
1: Derek sitting Definitely. in the seat
0: today? <laughs> Just staring at you bad no. eyelashes.
1: No, no. It, I, I think it's, it's... No, it's amazing. It, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing stuff. Technology, huh? Wow. All right. Thanks very much for uh, tuning in, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Later. Bye.